All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, altplayground.net is already an amazing place to meet other lifestylers, but they're upping the ante with their new points program, allowing you to win over 100 prizes in the month of February. And if you've ever wanted a Sibian, which why would you not? It's the perfect time to jump over there, start sharing some pictures, talking in the forums and earning points. It's just another way that Alt Playground is making their community as fun and awesome as possible. In addition to that, you can find all sorts of resources on Alt Playground. For example, lots of creators are making videos exclusively for Alt Playground, which can be found in their video corner. And you'll see our faces in there as well. They have a bunch of sex positive podcasts that you can check out in their podcast corner. And my favorite part is the communities. We have one that you can jump in. We share some behind the scenes info and some pictures that you won't see anywhere else. So we hope that you'll head on over to altplayground.net today and join us. So we've had an an interesting week. We have been kind of all over the place. We started the week in Cocoa Beach, Florida, which I loved. I love, love, love that area. Yeah, I could absolutely see us doing a little bit, spending a little bit more time there. It was really quite nice to just be able to walk out on the beach and exercise on the beach. And it was kind of a, I don't know, I don't want to call it necessarily a sleepy town because it really wasn't. It was very active, but it was a slower pace and it really just kind of brought my temperature down. I really dug it. It was kind of quiet. It was quiet. But there were some fun places when the night, for nightlife anyway, or even afternoon at the, sitting at the beach at, you know, on a deck, just very cool places. Yeah, we did go to New Smyrna. We were only there for about an hour because we had our dog with us. But that, holy hell, that place is gorgeous yeah what a what a nice area yeah i'm really excited to make it back there and spend more time because like i said we had the dog with us it was a hot day so we obviously weren't going to leave her in the car but it was incredibly beautiful and once again everyone's been so nice here and yeah we're just really digging florida well it's it's that coastal attitude right it's just laid back no one's in a rush everything's going to be okay so why be uptight (laughs) yeah I think even you here, like your blood pressure seems lower, especially when we're near the beach. It's like the closer we get to the beach, the lower your blood pressure drops. Yeah, I just, you know, I grew up on the on the beach and it's just something I missed. I didn't realize how much I missed it because I've been gone so long, obviously. But yeah, it's uh, it's really something else. I feel like it's going to have to be a part of where we end up at some point somehow. Don't know yet. Yeah, but very cool. Yeah, for sure. And we are now in or the Orlando area. Yeah. Spending a little bit of time here and obviously a huge city and it takes freaking forever to get anywhere, which I'm so not used to. I'm like, what the when we put anything in GPS, I'm like, what the fuck do you mean it's gonna take an hour to get there? It's in the same fucking city. Yeah, and it's like, well, wait, but it's only eight miles away. <laughs> So it's, yeah, it's kind of crazy. You know, and of course we're driving a giant bus, which is not really appropriate for traffic. It doesn't, doesn't really like it very much. And it's just a pain in the ass, but it's been fun. And we have just met some amazing people. We're going to meet some more amazing people today. I'm really looking forward to that. Yes. So yeah, spend a little time here in central uh, Florida and then we are headed south. Yes, which I'm soon. excited for. I'm excited to see more beaches. Yes. I'm really excited to get into the Miami area. Yes. So yeah, we're going to be, that's where we're going to be heading. And here's Here's the other thing, guys. We love that you're reaching out and saying like, oh, we're here, but we're only in a place for a few days at a time. So you have to keep up to date with where we're at because we're probably not going to loop back to most of these places. Well, and we will be headed obviously back you know, north through the state because we are going to spend some time in Tampa at the beginning of March. We have some things planned there, which I am super excited for. The yes. more I hear about uh, what it is that we're going to be doing from, from a lot of people we've been speaking to, the more excited I'm getting about it. Uh, so we will be spending... Uh, some time coming back through the state. So we are going to try to touch base with some of the folks that have reached out that we missed on the way through. We're not in a rush to get out of Florida. I like it. It's a lot. There's a lot going on here and it's very friendly and open and I'm just enjoying it. So we're not in a huge rush to get out of here. And the sand. I love the sand and the yes. water. So far. I haven't been in the ocean yet. We spent a week on the beach and I didn't get in the ocean. Well, not in, in. You were up to about your knees. That was about it. Yeah, but yeah that doesn't gotta... count. I want to swim in the ocean. I want to get a boogie board and I want to be in the ocean on 
the boogie board. I'm very skilled. Let me tell you, very um, Montana girl, very skilled on the boogie board. Yeah, in the ocean. I'm so graceful on a yeah. boogie board. <laughs> yeah, so you're not graceful at all on <laughs> land. I don't know how that's going to translate to water. However, we will be in uh, Fort Lauderdale. We will be in Miami. We're headed south, like I said. So we will get on the beach for sure. Matter of fact, I think from where we currently sit. We will probably head that way very soon. Yeah, West Palm. So lots of beach communities in our future, which we're very excited for. Yes, yes. Getting back to Palm Beach Gardens, I am super psyched. Yeah. Yeah, you have a history with that area. I I owned a piece of property there some years back and spent some time living there, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you talk about it all the time. Can't wait for you to see it. Every time it would snow in Montana, you'd be like, oh, if only I had that fucking condo still, we could be on the beach right now. It is literally one of the things. Well, it's kind of a catch-22, because had I not sold that condo, though before i left texas i would never have come to montana and met you yeah because i was going i was going to live there everything happens for a reason i'm telling you yeah so if i had kept it yeah you and i would never have met however if i did keep it and by some miracle i ended up in montana anyway we may be living there yeah yeah it was great i love it i cannot wait to get back yeah and the piece of property that you used to have is probably like a million dollar property now oh i oh my god i don't don't even want to talk about it it. has skyrocketed i don't even want to talk about it (laughs) it just makes me missed opportunity yeah. Makes my, it makes my chest hurt. Yeah. yeah. So Hindsight anyway, is twenty twenty. It was a great, it's a great place. I can't wait to take you. I cannot wait to get south, further south and get in the sun and the sand and it's going to be fun. Yeah. I do have a little color finally for the, you know, super pale Montana girl. I've got a little color you going on. You do have on. some color. I'm red. My, my bald head got burned a little bit because I was an idiot and just spent too much time in the sun, but I just love the sun so much. I yeah. just love being out in it. I, I, as a matter of fact, I worked out outside again today in the grass and it was just, it's lovely. For sure. Yeah. So... We have been corresponding with a lot of people. Yes. Couples, singles, you name it. We've corresponded with them with some success and some opportunities. Let's just call them opportunities. Yes. We should also say, if you guys want to hear a little bit more about what that journey has looked like, we did a very in-depth discussion on our other podcast, Sex on Your Terms, which I think is a really good listen. A little different from what we're going to talk about today. (laughs) A lot different. So... Yeah, single guy tip of the week this week, today's single guy tip of the week, is really indicative of, you know, I've been thinking about it. I think it's really about an attitude. Okay. And we'll we'll get more into it because I'm going to let you tell the story. It is your story and it's really, it's unremarkable to me simply because I'm now becoming accustomed to that kind of laissez-faire attitude. Yeah, well, that's a perfect way to describe what happened. Right. So, and similarly to what happened to me when I was going to meet that gentleman back in, I think we were in Nashville still. Yeah. And it was a very similar kind of situation. And I really think that because of the size of these cities that we're in and the opportunities that, that present themselves, that single folks, especially the single gentleman in this lifestyle or attempting to be in this lifestyle, definitely have a different attitude towards how important it is for them to kind of be on their game yeah and to really put their best foot forward i think that's a hundred percent true so i'll let you have at it single guy tip of the week it is something special okay so i was corresponding with this gentleman we'll call him a gentleman for right now until we get to the end of the that's story a loose term yeah <laughs> i was corresponding with him and he seemed really cool and I, I think part of it, honestly, now looking back on it, part of it was my fault because I was eager to go out and kind of rip the bandaid off, so to speak, because what we've been talking a lot about lately is that we kind of got lazy a little bit in terms of the lifestyle in Montana because we had regular play partners that were friends that we knew we could correspond with and they'd come over and everything would be great and we'd have the sexy fun. Well, now we're having to relearn how to meet people and correspond with people and actually pull the trigger in terms of meeting, okay? So I'm talking to this guy and looking back he probably wasn't the best fit but he was attractive he seemed respectful enough so i was like yeah let's give it a shot yeah i mean you showed me his bio you showed me his picture good looking guy seemed to have the right verbiage it it was it was going in the right direction of course i wasn't corresponding with him you were sure but based on what you told me seemed okay yeah if nothing else very respectful there was no weirdness no creepiness going on so that was appreciated especially comparatively to last week's single guy tip of the week okay so we're corresponding we decide we're going to go out and grab a drink at one of the bars at coco beach 
And I got there a few minutes early and I specifically chose this place that was kind of like way secluded away from everything else. There was nobody in the area. Uh, I wanted it to be quiet so we could actually talk and get to know each other. Okay, first of all, the guy shows up almost 15 minutes late. Doesn't reach out and say, hey, I'm running late or anything like that. And not only that, but when he actually does show up, he doesn't even acknowledge that he's 15 minutes late. There is no, I'm sorry, I know I'm running a few behind or anything like that, which I'm kind of a stickler for that shit. I don't like waiting for someone for 15 fucking minutes whether it's a lifestyle thing or not well let's be honest you have the literally the patience of a seven-year-old you cannot you don't focus very well at all at all keeping you like idle time it's just terrible for you you can't do it yeah It's, it's terrible however let me say this that portion of it does not surprise me because once again i go back to the whole kind of coastal attitude very laissez-faire very you know nobody's in a rush and you know taking our time kind of thing and you can see it everywhere i mean you see it in even the service that you get in, in different places while the service was great we met some very cool industry people which i i love that i love corresponding and interacting with the service industry folks it's my bread and butter love it but you could just tell they're more about making a connection with you. They are not concerned with how fast you get your drink or your food. No. That's not top priority. They want to make you comfortable. They want to laugh. It's, it's just a good time. Yeah, they want to have a, a party, basically. Yeah. So I get this guy coming in 15 minutes late. We should also say, we already knew, like I knew where you were. We had had lunch across the street from the place you met him at the day before. So I knew where you were. I had every intention of if I needed to, getting there quickly because I, you know, Obviously, I knew the spot, and it wasn't far from where we were staying. So it was taking you, like, I hadn't heard from you at all. Like, you told me you got there, but then I guess you waited the 15 minutes, and a little time went on. I'm like, huh, I haven't haven't heard anything. And, and normally, in a situation like this, where you and I are separated in a strange place or a place we're unfamiliar, you'll text me pretty quickly to let me know how things are going. And you didn't. And I thought, huh, wonder what that's about. So I figured <laughs> it's either going really well, or it's just an absolute fucking train wreck. Well... It was the latter. So let me tell let me tell the story here, okay? So he shows up 15 minutes late, doesn't apologize at all. And in fact, basically berates me for where I chose to sit. He was like, why are you over in this boring spot over here? That's the first thing he says to me. He doesn't even say hello. That's the first words he speaks to me. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, well, I, I was trying to choose something quiet so we could actually chat a little bit. And he's like, well, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. So he sits down. We're sitting and and having a drink together. He does not ask me a single thing about myself. Not only that, but as he's telling me his entire life story, he's not even looking me in the eye. He's looking off. What's he looking at? I don't know. Nothing. The beach? I don't know. He's just looking away from me. But he's talking about himself and I don't know if he was nervous and maybe he was just trying to be kind of like impressive to me. I don't know. Or if he was just an egotistical asshole. I can't really decide. But either way, it was very kind of off-putting. So I pretty quickly decide that I'm not really interested in this guy. He also <laughs> leaves me. He sees one of his friends walking and leaves me for like 10 minutes by myself. And that's when I was like, okay, this is so over. I'm so disinterested. He doesn't seem interested in me at all. Yeah, I'm more, I mean, at this point, I would already have been checked out. That, that's it. If you don't have the common courtesy to A, show up on time, B, apologize for showing up late, and C, actually focusing on me and the conversation that we're having, check, please. Yeah. So I very quickly get the server to come over so I can pay my tab he actually comes back and has the nerve to ask me if i'm still interested in going to his place i'm like are you fucking serious we spent like 15 20 minutes together between you being late and you running off and talking to a friend and during those 20 minutes you didn't even look at me and you expect me to go have sex with you yeah it's an utter lack of awareness i mean total lack of awareness right? yes completely clueless that behavior i i really can't explain in any way it's just such an aloof kind of bizarre uh, egotistical attitude i don't even know what that means i don't even know what to say to that i think this was a guy who was just so kind of whatever go with the flow he had this very kind of you know even the way he talked was like slower and it, it was almost like he was just there because he felt like it was a prerequisite in order to fuck well, that- almost, well, or or he was like, well, I'm going to go to this place anyway. Maybe I'll see if somebody wants to meet me kind of thing. You know, I don't know. It's very strange. It, it didn't seem to me after you were telling when you were telling me this story that this guy really took any of this seriously at all. Exactly. And I think that's the tip. If you're going to t- make the effort of reaching out to somebody and setting a time and driving to that place and all of this other bullshit, 
why on earth would you not show attention and be fun to be around at least well more importantly than than taking the time and the effort yourself is putting someone else through the time and effort if you're serious about meeting somebody particularly in the lifestyle in a situation like this you're a single guy and you're trying to meet a, a you know a hot wife and you know and kind of get into that space the last fucking thing you want to do is behave that way because there is literally hundreds of other guys who are going to get it right, right. literally hundreds and I, did, I just don't understand that attitude. So either he was completely inexperienced and wanted you to think that he was experienced, or he just wasn't concerned about which way this thing went. Or he was so arrogant that he believed that regardless of how little attention he paid you, that this was going down. I think that's what it was. Because, it's so insane to Like me. I said, he talked about himself the entire time. He learned nothing about me. I bet you he didn't even know my name. Like, if he didn't look at the profile, he did, he, I 100% don't think he knew my name. He That's didn't so introduce crazy. himself when he sat down, but I did know literally everything about his life. He knew nothing about me. Yeah. Well, again, single guy tip of the week, right? Like you said, take it seriously. Do not put the other person out because you're never going to get a second chance, regardless of what the excuse was. And I mean, that's all it is. It's just bullshit excuses at this point. And I thought at first, he, okay, he's just not interested and he's sitting here to be polite and that's fine. I don't expect everyone to be interested in me. But then he showed he was interested in me because he asked me to come back to his place. So then I was really fucking confused. Well, but again, at that point, I mean, you're checked out. It doesn't even matter. The prerequisites have not been met. Right. Right. So we're not going to get to that point. So, of course, you're you're preparing to pay the bill. What? Where is this guy? I mean, what's his attitude at this point? Oh, OK. That's the best part of this entire thing. So he, I think, jokingly says, well, since we're not fucking, does that mean you're paying for your own drink? And he starts laughing. And I'm like, uh, I would have paid for my own drink anyway. Like, I wasn't coming out here so you'd buy me a drink. That's not what this is. It was just, it was so bizarre. It was obviously not a fit. I don't know. Maybe he's a really cool guy, but he certainly wasn't with me. Yeah, so. I'm going to go with no, he's not. <laughs> and he's completely clueless and he's probably so aloof, he's so far in the other direction that this just isn't computing for him. I can't imagine he has any success with this at all, behaving this way. I don't know. If, you know. So, hey, again, single guy tip of the week. You got a lot of tips here. But the first one, I think, is if you're going to do this and you're really going to take the time and take other people's time, take it fucking seriously. Don't just phone it in and, and pay attention to the person that you're supposed to be engaging with, right? It would be like, again, going to a job interview and answering your fucking cell phone in the middle of the interview. Yeah. It's so unacceptable. Like, what makes you think that that's appropriate behavior on a date? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's Who raised these crazy. people? Come on. I don't know. Fucking crazy. <laughs> I mean, listen, I get the laid back attitude. I love it. I applaud it. I celebrate it. It is my happy place, no doubt about it. But there is a time and a place to act appropriately. Well, you say that you love it, but I don't think either of us do very well in that atmosphere. We're not those people. We're impatient. Yeah, I agree. We are not the best at that. However, I find myself when we're, especially when we're on the coast, on the beach, near the water, I'm not as anxious. I don't seem to be in as big a rush to get things done, unfortunately, I guess. It's just something about that, being in that environment, I think. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, so we have quite the story for you guys today. We are so excited to recount it for you. But before we get to that, we want to say a very big thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. Brian, how much fun have we been having on Stereo? Stereo has been awesome. It is an amazing way for us to really create some new content. And the part I like the best about it is that we can communicate with our listeners real time. Yeah, absolutely. We have been doing shows on different topics, everything from hot wifing to judgment in the lifestyle. And we have a couple of really fun topics planned very shortly. And you can be a part of all of that fun by getting on stereo with us if you go to stereo.com slash fp swingers the link will be in the show notes as always for you you can download the free stereo app and subscribe to our show so that you get notified every single time we go live and the other cool part about stereo is there are hundreds of other shows that you can also pop in and listen to interact with real time it is such a fun app you guys are going to love it so we hope that you'll head on over once again to stereo.com fp swingers start interacting with us there and hopping on the live shows with us 
Support for this episode of Front Porch Swingers comes from Dipsy. If you guys haven't heard of Dipsy, let me tell you about it because it is one of our new favorite apps. Self-care is obviously very important. We all know that, right? And my favorite form of self-care was always a hot bubble bath, but now we live in a bus, so that's not an option. And thankfully, I have found a new amazing way of taking care of myself, my mental health, and feeling sexy too. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy story features characters that feel like real people and some of their voices, oh, they're so sexy. And immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're right there in the story. Find stories about off-limits hookups with your partner or a costume party that takes things to the next level. Or of course, BDSM. If you're into the kinkier stuff like we are, you can definitely check those stories out as well. They release new stories every single week. So there's always something new to explore, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. Dipsy also has wellness sessions to help you learn more about yourself and bedtime stories and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com FPS. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com FPS, dipsystories.com FPS. So as mentioned, we have quite the saucy story for you guys today, and we're so excited about this one because it is something pretty much brand new for us. It was absolutely another first for us, another new experience, and it was an amazing experience. And I think the bulk of it was, for me, so exciting because it's been in the works for seven or more months. Yeah, you love that lead up too. That is so your thing. So yeah. seven months of lead up is like, ooh, that's right up Brian's alley. Yeah, I mean, we talk about it a lot, like, you know, how we really enjoy engaging with people prior to ever playing with them and being able to do that in this particular case anyway, digitally for the for the most part for like seven months with chatting and flirting and sexy pictures and just all that kind of stuff. It was just the buildup, of course, is always the concern, right? Because you build it up in your head and you're like, oh, boy, I really hope I don't fuck it, this up. Is this going to meet expectations? Yeah. Are we going to? Yeah. Am I, is this going to be a shit show? Yeah. And you wrote, obviously, always concerned going into something like that with that length of time, especially that that kind of build. But man, what a, what a fucking experience just all the way around. I was so excited about how much you enjoyed yourself. And it just, the whole thing was just a home run for us. 100%. So let's talk about why it was seven months of buildup and what that looked like. So I had the opportunity to meet this couple back uh, when I visited Nashville by myself for business. And I sat next to them at a, at a dinner. And we, I think we mentioned it, obviously, on the show. And, of course, I referred to her as Blue Eyes because she was this beautiful woman in a room of black gowns wearing this electric blue dress with just amazing blue eyes. And we're going to refer to her as Janae today. That yes. was by her request. We're going to use Janae. Yeah. Uh, and her husband, Mike. Yes. And so I got to meet Janae and Mike and just had an amazing evening of conversation with them. Of course, no play. It was simply conversation. And she and I were, she was flirting with me, if you remember, uh, as I told you, and I wasn't even picking up on it. I'm just such a moron, you know? Yeah. Okay. If you guys don't remember this, this is the woman that was touching Brian's leg at a dinner. Yeah. Under and the Brian table. was like, I think she was just being polite. Yeah. And I'm like, Brian, that's not a fucking thing. Yeah, I was just, I, it was so interesting how I, I just made sense of that in my head. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we had been flirting and texting and chatting that entire time and obviously stayed in contact with them. And they're just super people. And you, of course, had not met them at all. You saw the pictures that Janae and I would share and, and that kind of thing. And but, I think we should talk about that too, because this is not like you at all. Like you can be flirty digitally and, and whatnot, but for you to be kind of raunchy and to say really sexual things, via text this is pretty much the first time i've seen you do that yeah this was a unique situation like i said we had a really interesting connection and and i was just comfortable with them and i think part of it was because of course when i met them it was i met them for the first time prior to you ever meeting them it was just me and i had a chance to just have a conversation with them and the conversation that we were having at that dinner was absolutely not sexual at all which probably lent itself to my not picking up on her flirting with me sure touching my leg let's go with that that sounds better yeah that's what i'm going with that's my story i'm sticking to it but it was a very just a lovely evening of, of conversation with these folks and i i felt a connection with them so i think it was easier for me 
to be flirtatious with her because I had already had that initial contact. Right. You know, this wasn't like someone that I was digitally communicating with, not having ever met, and then th this flirtatious and kind of sexy chatter begins. That wasn't the case at all. And, and that definitely made it easier for me, just more comfortable for me. Talk about it a lot. Like I said, that connection, the initial connection for us, for me, is a very big deal. Well, I was super turned on by it because I was not seeing all of it, of course, but there were certain things you would say like, oh, Janae's naughty. Look what she just sent me. Or I just texted this to her and th it was very erotic messages. And I was so I was pumped by that. And it was also a turn on for me. Yeah, it's yeah. Listen, there's something sexy about it, right? Especially you get what it is that really drives me when you're communicating with people, yep, and flirting with them, and, yeah, and, and that that anticipatory buildup and that sexy chatter before you actually maybe meet for the first time, or even before you meet for a play session. It's just really heightened sexuality, you know, and it it just it it makes it better for me. It just made, it's just a better experience all around. Yeah, yeah. So I finally get to meet them. You finally get to see them again, see her again. Yeah. Which I knew you were so excited about because you had, like you said, been having all of this amazing buildup. Yeah. We are in Nashville. They, It's basically our first full day in Nashville yes. when we meet them. Yeah, we're not even on the bus yet. The bus is still being wrapped at this point. We're just checked into our hotel and they came, they drove a couple of hours to come and meet us for dinner and they stayed the night obviously in town as well. And this was going to be the first time we had been trying to coordinate schedules for seven months. Right. Because we just didn't know, you and I didn't know exactly when we would be where. Right. So we were trying to put all that together. In fact, at one point we thought we might not meet them until like March or something or whatever the case was when we were going to be out of town. So we were, you know, this was really a kind of a work in progress this entire time. So having the opportunity to meet them in downtown Nashville, we were there for about 24 hours. It really just put us at ease, certainly, because it was it became very normal for us. And it was a fucking cool area. It was right off of Broadway, brand new restaurant. We walked in and I was just, it was a, such a cool area. I really enjoyed it. Well, yeah, and a beautiful place. Absolutely just a spectacular restaurant owned, uh, I think, and operated by a friend of theirs, which is why they chose it. And it was it was amazing. It was an amazing evening. Of course, we walked in. I recognized them right away. You, of course, say, oh, that must be them. You recognized Janae from her pictures. Yes. I knew it was her, them instantly. Obviously, of course, I saw her blue eyes. It was a dead giveaway. And they were sitting there waiting for us. And they had masks on. So I was surprised that you were actually able to recognize her from the pictures. Well, she really does have these, like, piercing, beautiful blue eyes. So I was like, and you talked about that so many times leading up to it. So I was like, oh, that has to be her. Oh, yeah, for sure. So we walk in. Of course, we were greeted by them and I introduced you and it was just it was really nice. I don't know how you felt, but for me, having to for me, having reconnected with them just from from literally 30 seconds of, of seeing them again, I was just very comfortable in their presence. Well, I think that they are just the kind of people that you instantly get comfortable around because they're just so first of all, they're very laid back people. They're also one of those couples who is, you can tell, very chill. And they have lifestyle experience. These are people who get it. And I will say that the way I always know that is the seating. And if it's weird for people where we're all deciding to sit and shit like that. So we're sitting at a table with five chairs. And it's a circular table. And they sit down across from each other so that we can sit next to each other at the table. So in other words, it's Mike and then me and then you and then Janae, but Mike and Janae are sitting basically across the table from one another. And you can tell that they're not thinking about that. It's not that big of a deal, which I loved because it shows that they're chill and they're kind of individual people. They don't need to be right up each other's asses the whole time. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that instantly kind of put me at ease. Yeah, and it's interesting that you said that because you and I are the absolute fucking polar opposite. We are next to each other all the time and we do whatever we can to sit next to each other at every possible event yeah at, i know every opportunity and it's probably something we need to work on we because... do need to work on it because now that you've said that it was you're right it was kind of it was certainly no seating arrangement but mike and janae were so comfortable with one another and with the situation and obviously with us which was really very nice they just sat down and wanted to sit down next to each of us yeah you know respectively and i thought that was great so we really need to be better at that. I agree. I, I was a little closer to Mike. And at one point, I scooted a little bit closer to him, too. So, But yeah, I mean, I, I just love that. I thought it set the scene for entire night. So, Well, it certainly did because it was a fucking, uh, it was just an amazing evening. We had a great dinner. Spent, what, two and a half hours 
at the restaurant just eating and chatting with them, getting to know them. And it was just really interesting because that was a conversation that I did not have with them the first time that we met. And it, it was a much shorter experience the first time. Also, there was a room full of people. I should right. say it was 12 people. So it was this time it was just the four of us. And really getting to know them continue to just you know, lay the groundwork for what turns out to be one of the hottest evenings we've had for a lot of reasons. They are just sweet, genuine people. You can tell that when they're saying something to you, they mean it. They look you in the eye. They're just delightful. I had the best time with them. And I will say, I don't think that this evening would have unfolded the way it did We, ha if I hadn't felt that way with them. For sure, because this... Again, there is a first here, and that first would not probably have come to fruition had you not had that level of comfort with them. Yes. That, and that's really kind of the key to this whole story, I think. Yes, and I think the other key to it is you and Janae did a great job talking ahead of time about how we play and our preferences. We don't really play together. It's right. very rare for us to do that. And the reason for it, I mean, there's a, a ton of reasons, but the biggest reason is that we like being separate and then coming back together and sharing those dirty stories with each other and reconnecting in that way so you told her that all ahead of time yes and ironically they also don't have any issues playing separately i believe it is a preference for them as well and again so comfortable we'll talk about what that looked like but their level of comfort with one another and this situation and us and just everything in totality really lent itself to, to having an, us you and i having an amazing experience because like you said, a lot of times because we play separately, it throws couples off and it's not the, the ideal situation for a lot of people. This was not only playing separately. This wasn't like two rooms adjacent to one another or a room on one floor of a hotel and a room on another. We were 20 minutes apart. Yeah. In a city that we had no familiarity with. So let's talk about that whole lead up. So we have dinner. It's amazing. We had dessert too, didn't we? We did. I think we all shared something. Was, oh my gosh. It was the, so the food was great. It was a really nice experience. So freaking good. So then we're, the evening is kind of winding down. And I will say Mike and I are definitely kind of being flirty with each other or giving each other some eyes. He's just, he's one of those people that just kind of oozes like natural confidence. Yeah, he really does. And I really liked that. So I think we had just paid the tab. We we're just, you know, finishing up there. And Mike says to me, I would love for you to come back to our room, as in he and Janae's room, and spend a little bit of time with me. Are you interested in that? Okay, I will also say I didn't 100% know if he was just trying to be nice because you and Janae obviously wanted to play. And so I thought maybe he was like, hey, let's go have a drink and let these two kind of go play. I I was not 100% sure where it was all going. Well, yeah, because while there was some obvious flirtation, there was no overt flirtation between the two of you. And it was very difficult to tell. Like as an outsider, had just from my sitting there, I wasn't 100% sure where you guys were headed at that point. It was difficult for me to tell. I could see you were comfortable. He was clearly very conversant with you. And you guys were having a, a you know lovely conversation. But I could not tell where it was going. And to be fair, I was totally engaged with Janae for the most part and was not paying enough attention for me to have known exactly what was happening. Which is a good thing because the whole point of this was we were going to go our separate ways. Right. So, but while he invited me to his room, it was kind of a friendly invitation. So I was like, okay, this might be something, it might not, but I'm going to roll with it because he's really cool and I know Brian wants some alone time with Janae. Right. So we agree that I'm going to go with Mike and you are going to take Janae and go to our hotel room. Once again, 20 minutes apart. Yeah, so we drove downtown. Our car is downtown. They drove into town, but their car is parked at the hotel, at their hotel. So they were just a couple blocks away. They walk to their hotel. We walk in the opposite direction to go get the car, and then we're going to meet them at their hotel, where I'm going to drop you off and pick up Janae. Yes. And then subsequently, Janae and I are going to leave, go back to our hotel, and you and Mike are going to stay at theirs. Okay, so I want to hear what it was like when you drop me off and Janae gets in the car and you guys are driving together. Honestly, very normative conversation we were simply chatting there was no sexual overture at all that, on that surprises ride. me literally none we weren't even talking about you guys it was it wasn't even a situation where i was thinking to myself i wonder if i should ask janae what she thinks about you and mike playing like is that a possibility does she think that's going to happen 
it never even came up in conversation. We were literally talking about Nashville and Tennessee in general. It was just general conversation, which is really interesting because once we got back to the room, <laughs> it was game on. It was absolutely game on. Well, it was game on for Mike and me before we even got up to the room. Yeah, which, again, I'm so surprised. You guys got started before Janae and I did. Yes, and like I said, he just has this natural confidence. It just, it comes so naturally to him, I think, to just kind of go out there on a limb and throw it out there. And, and I don't mean throw it out there in a bad way, but just be very clear about what he wants. And I was like, oh, so we get in the elevator of this beautiful hotel and I don't even think the elevator doors were shut yet. And he is touching me and pulling me in to kiss me. I was like, oh, okay. Well, what you totally love because you want someone to take control. You want someone else to make that first move and, and to kind of be that dominant force whatever the situation may be. Yes, I loved that. And I instantly got a different sense of who he was when that happened. Because although he was kind of flirty and very friendly when we were at the restaurant, I didn't get the sense that he was, you know, a take charge, that he just seems so laid back. But he obviously can do both because he fucking did. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, again, something that I really appreciate because you can sit at dinner with a couple of folks like this, have a great meal, not have this over and listen our conversation with them when we were at dinner i don't remember a single time where sex even became a com a topic of conversation no it was all just about our lives and theirs and what we are doing and what they've been doing and what they've been up to and nothing lifestyle related no no sex conversation whatsoever right which i mean it just it was just became so fluid you know it was really a nice transition given that that conversation did not come up yeah, agreed. So anyway, we're in the elevator. We're making out. We get to their hotel room, which is fucking gorgeous. And it has this big window, like floor to ceiling window. And you can see all of downtown Nashville from this window. It was stunning. So I go over and I'm kind of looking out the window and he comes over and starts touching me from behind, which was amazing. So I have this guy caressing me from behind while I have this beautiful view. It was it's one of those moments that will stick with me for a long time because it was just kind of perfect. Like the sensation of him like rubbing his hands all over me. He was being so soft and sensual with me touching my neck and kind of not touching my tits but touching my chest and rubbing his fingernails over me oh my god it was so fucking nice and i just i loved that moment yeah i was when you were telling me this after we had reconnected which of course we'll get to i was just so excited that you had that amazing of a time yeah it, because again this was a first for us being that far apart and just like meeting a couple going our separate ways that has not happened before it's the first time that we did that we met a couple drove to their hotel I picked up the gal of the couple. You stayed with the husband of the couple, and we went our separate ways. 20 miles apart, you know, it was a 30-minute drive, and that we've never done that. It was the first time we did it. And I was I'm not concerned, obviously, but I wanted you to enjoy yourself as much as I knew I was going to enjoy mine. You were kind of concerned. I know you. I know that you were like, ah, I hope this isn't a train wreck, which, of course, it was not. You had nothing to worry about. But No, I, I really wasn't concerned that it was going to be a train wreck. I was Because very, you knew them, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and I felt really good about both of them as a couple as, and as individuals, and I, I like Mike a lot. So I wasn't concerned about that at all. I was just concerned that my enjoyment of this situation was going to absolutely supersede yours and I just wanted you to have a good time. <laughs> that was really all I was concerned about. I just wanted you to have a good time. Well, I did. So should I recount all of mine and yes. then we can get to yours? Okay. So we're standing by this window, kissing and touching on each other. I kind of turn at one point and start making out with him. He is such a good kisser and he's so soft he's just so and you know that's not typically my thing necessarily but in this situation it worked because it felt kind of I don't know it was like the light the the ambiance going on on top of this incredible touch it was very very nice so we're doing that for quite a while I will also say there was no penetrative sex during my portion of it which was totally fine I actually really like that we kind of did more of a soft swap type thing but he is touching me playing with my tits at one point I had this shirt on that I could kind of open up and take my bra off so I did and so at this point my tits are now out and then at one point, I am laid on the bed. He kind of 
has me lay over the bed and he's rubbing his hands up and down my legs and my ass onto my back, kind of massaging me almost. That was freaking delightful. And then he gets on the bed with me. We're kind of laying down facing each other and we are hardcore making out. And at one point I'm like, can I touch your cock? And he says, absolutely. So I rub my hand, run my hand down to his cock. He is rock hard and I kind of just start stroking it a little bit. And then, of course, I ask him to take it out. <laughs> so he does. And I start sucking his cock. And I loved, absolutely loved that he's making these very soft little moans while I'm doing things with my mouth. And I'm kind of starting slow. I'm starting at the tip and I'm putting my mouth down on it, but it's very slow and kind of sensual, keeping pace with the mood that was set this entire time. And I'm also kind of rubbing my hands up and down his thighs a little bit, using my fingernails just a little. He really seemed to enjoy it. Well, it's interesting that you continued to kind of follow pace with him. Like you just kind of fell into that. Which once again is not the norm for me because I get impatient when it's too soft, when it's too slow. I'm like, hey, let's pick up the fucking pace here. Why are we, you know, that I did not experience that at all in this situation. And I think it was because... It was just the whole, it was everything, right? It was the beautiful room, the beautiful view, the super nice, cool guy, his very sensual touch at the beginning, and also just how comfortable I felt. So it was pretty perfect. But I, of course, in true Brenna fashion, I can't do the slow blowjob for too terribly long. <laughs> we know. So I start picking up the pace and I'm also I asked if I could touch his balls a little bit and he was like yes please so I'm doing that I'm going back and forth between stroking his cock and touching his balls and he really seems to be enjoying it and I can tell he's getting fairly close now once again it was basically just me providing oral and a lot of heavy petting and making out so I know that he's getting ready to come. I've been giving him a blowjob for probably 10 minutes at this point and I want him to. And so I uh, continue with the pace, continue. And then I start like deep throating it. And he has a great cock, by the way. It's so girthy and amazing. So I can tell he's getting close. He's kind of starting to tremble a little bit. And he looks down at me and he's like, I'm going to come. And I pull my mouth off to let him know, like, cool, you know, I keep stroking it and he comes a lot. And I was very happy with that. You <laughs> and were he, pleased with your result? I was. And he had this very cool look on his face afterwards of like, oh, that was so just like complete relaxation. And you could tell he really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed that he enjoyed it. So it was a really nice moment. And then we just laid in the bed after that. And he continued to kind of pet me and touch me a little bit, touch my tits a little bit. But it wasn't necessarily erotic after that. It was just very friendly. And I remember at one point, this was kind of a sweet moment. I had hair that was everywhere at this point because that's what my hair does and he kind of swept it away from my face and kind of started st stroking on my neck and shoulder and it was just once again I had just met this guy a few hours prior and in most situations I would not have felt comfortable enough to lay there and let a guy rub my neck and shoulder that's just not the norm for me but I felt so comfortable with him and I really liked that yeah, there's something to be said, and, and we've said it before, when you meet couples, a couple for us, when we meet a couple that we really click with, and, and it's just, it, it makes the experience so much better, and the, without the weirdness and the awkwardness and the, the strange kind of getting to know you weirdness that a lot of times takes place, it just becomes fluid, and it's just easy, and that was absolutely the case uh, with this couple, with Janae and Mike, and I... I you know, I was so happy that you had enjoyed yourself. I could tell when you got in the car when I picked you up that something had ha something had happened. You had that I just did some dirty shit look on your face. Your hair was all over that mischievous look. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, this went really well. I was so happy at the idea that you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, and granted, not the the longest play session, but I actually kind of liked that because we then had a chance to. Of course, he's a total gen gentleman. Goes and gets me a water, and we're just sitting there drinking water and chatting and I got to know him better one-on-one -on -one. and as soon as the sexual portion was over I did find myself going what the fuck is Brian doing right now what is he doing what is Janae doing to him oh I just want to know so let's hear about that portion well while I'm thinking about what it is that you're potentially up to because I had like a 30 minute drive to the to back to our hotel 
I'm also playing in my head how this is going to go with she and I, because again, no sexual conversation whatsoever leading up to our getting back to our room. So we get back to our place, get into the room, 30 seconds of conversation about whatever it was that was happening in the space at that moment. You know, I sat down on the couch thinking, of course, Janae is going to sit down next to me. Not a chance. Right on top of me. Sits right on my lap, straddles me, and it is on. We're off to the races. Oh, dang. Was so, she still fully clothed? Yeah, we place? both were. Yeah, absolutely. Well, for the moment, anyway. So she gets on my lap. We're making out. She is immediately unbuttoning my shirt. I have a button-down shirt on, which, of course, I reciprocate, taking off her her blouse. Very quickly, she is only in her bra and her jeans. I take, take her bra off just as quickly. She gets my shirt off. And it, again, we're making out, touching. She has such amazing tits. Like, yeah, and I think the reason this whole thing is going so fast, we should say, is because once again, seven months in the making. You guys yes. waited seven months to be able to get each other naked. Yeah, seven months of texting and flirting and sexy pictures. So, of course, I've seen her tits a number of times and they are spectacular. Yeah, but I'm sure in person's a whole different yeah. whole different thing. She's just got an amazing body. So, I and it smells so good. Every, it just smells great. I'm burying my face in her chest at this point and just enjoying all of that. So, that lasts for a few minutes, you know, the making out, the very heavy petting. At this point, I just got to get naked. So, she gets she actually got up off of my lap and starts taking her own clothes off. I was like, okay, I'm going to simply do the same. So <laughs> drop my drop my pants, socks off, everything. We're naked. In the bedroom we go. And I just have to get her on her back because I am dying to lick her. Dying to. Ugh. So she gets on her back very quickly. And of course, the room is already set. And we should say, I had there was no absolute guarantee that anything was going to happen. But we did set the room up much like we would any other time. So there was condoms out and lube and all that kind of stuff. So we were prepared, as was she. With condoms and a tiny little bullet vibrator that she brought with her, which will come into play later. Oh. I mean, again, you talk about just having your shit together. Yeah. Right? You know what you like. You know what, you know, you're going to, you're prepared. No mistakes are going to be made here. Yeah. No really, room for error. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Really appreciate that level of self-awareness and confidence. Like, it's just so sexy. Anyway, she's on the bed. I am going down on her. It is absolutely amazing. And now I'm starting to kind of get an understanding of her kind of movements and her sound so I can tell, you know, where she's at, basically. And this goes on for a long time, at least at least 15 minutes of my providing her oral because it was that fucking hot. And just listening to her have an orgasm was really, it was just intense. So at that point, she kind of pulls me up, up to her and again making out we're touching each other all over she whispers in my ear that she wants me inside of her that's all you have to say oh right? yeah you love that that's all you have to say <laughs> so naturally i'm all about that we are kind of on the if you're laying on the bed you're we were, we were on the right side of the bed condoms all the way to the left so i gotta roll over and do all that of course already pre-opened as we discussed we don't we don't fuck around here Smart in fps man. yeah i can't <laughs> can't fuck around all that trying to get that shit open so of course i start fucking her i'm on top and man, what just everything about her is sexy. Her skin is so soft, smells so good. She has just this sensual movement about her when she's kind of engaged intercourse, obviously, and just sexy, just oozes sexy. Yeah, I think what's so interesting is I love this about women. It's one of my favorite things about being with women, period, is that so so often you see them out, like when we're at dinner. She seems like just such a sweet, caring, thoughtful, like just very soft energy. And then you're telling me how she, you know, jumped on top of you and she was just this sex kitten when you got in the bed, you know, in the bedroom. I'm like, oh, my God, I love how you can be both. Well, think about how much of both she really is, because if you remember during dinner, she took a business call as a courtesy to someone with whom they were doing business and the woman needed her assistance. So she took a call in the middle of dinner. She was able to compartmentalize. This is fun, sexy time. Now I've got to take care of this, this business conversation and then boom, right back to the table. Didn't skip a beat. So yeah, she's absolutely got the ability to do all those things. Yeah. And then to, when she and I were being, were naked and being physical, I mean, it was just so intense. And of course, again, seven month buildup. We were just enjoying each other at every opportunity. So I am just licking her and kissing her and biting her all over very gently because I could tell that to some degree, things are going to get a little bit more aggressive. 
okay? <laughs> Based on how she's touching me and she's taking my hands and putting them on her neck. I'm not squeezing hard, just pressure, just that my hands are there. And she's really enjoying it. So from that point, she turns over. So now I'm fucking her from behind. And I'm here to tell you, it's one hell of a view. And from <laughs> here, I'm also lightly slapping her, beginning to slap her on her ass, which she clearly is enjoying, as was I. Yeah. And we're in this position for a while. She's just so fucking sexy. And again, smells really good. Skin is so soft. So fucking from behind for a bit. And then she kind of pulls away from me. And she's like, I want to suck your cock. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. <laughs> so we switch positions. I get on my back. She is now on, basically on top of me. And sucking my cock with this sensual softness and looking at me with those blue eyes basically the entire time. It was all I could do not to lose it right then and there. I'm like, sure. Really, I mean, she's rubbing my balls and she's licking my balls and she's licking my shaft and just spending time like really getting to just familiarizing herself with my cock. Enjoying which was it. Really nice. My hands are in her hair and I'm obviously not pulling her hair. I'm just kind of brushing it away from her face because she's looking right at me this entire time. And again, I'm touching her shoulders and her arms, silky soft skin, really very smooth. And we stayed there for a, quite a bit and it, because at one point I had to stop her because I did not want to come and I easily could have. So from there, she now gets her toy out and she gets on top of me, change condoms. She is now riding my cock. And that view was spectacular because I'm flat on my back, not kind of propped up. I'm flat on my back. She's on top of me. She gets the little bullet vibrator she brought and she's got it up against her clit and she's just riding my cock. So I'm basically just being used as a prop at this point and I fucking love every bit of it. <laughs> I was going to say, it does not sound like a bad place to be. Absolutely not. I was quite happy with the view and where I was. And she orgasmed at least twice in that position with the assistance of this, uh, this very powerful little bullet. Obviously, I could feel how powerful it was because the vibration was going to, through to me. It that was, is so sexy. She sounds so sexually confident. That's my point. So confident. Also, didn't we had no conversation about breaking out toys or any of that shit. Like, it was never a conversation. She just took it upon herself to do it because it's what she likes, and she was confident enough in that moment to just break it out. Sure. And which I think is fucking awesome. Why the hell not? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know some guys would be like, "Oh, well, why did she need to bring a vibrator?" I don't give a fuck if she brought a teddy bear. I don't care. <laughs> I've got this amazing, sexy, naked, hot woman riding my cock. She could have put a fucking lawnmower on her clitoris. It would have been just fine with me. <laughs> you know, whatever you want to bring, I'm in. Count me in. I'm down. It was fucking hot. And that took that was a good period of time because again she had she really enjoyed that position which wasn't hurting my feelings at all. So she kind of got off of me at one point and laid down next to me. So I'm on my back, she is to my right. And much like yourself and Mike, we are just kind of caressing each other. I am running my hands all over her. She is doing the same. She's stroking my cock at this point and I'm just touching her and we're kind of kissing and now it's a little softer, okay? Well, that didn't last long because now it's built up and I really just want to, I want to be inside of her in like the worst way. <laughs> so I laid her flat on her stomach and got behind her and got on top of her. And of course, now I'm entering her again from behind. Only this time she is flat and I'm straddling her legs. My favorite position. Yeah. And this time much more aggressively than I had before or that she and I were playing before. And that went probably 10 or 15 minutes she came and i instantly came oh, instantly after that that is so hot oh my god it was so crazy hot it was almost like we had gone from from zero to a hundred to zero back to a hundred with no hesitation no warning with no hesitation no warning just full-on hot penetrative sweaty sex mm. and it was amazing it sounds Fucking so nice. From there, of course, we again just kind of laid down next to each other, really just enjoyed each other, just touching each other. Her hands were kind of on my chest, and I was rubbing her on her legs and her, her thighs and her ass a little bit. She was laying on her side. Her She was laying on her left side, so I had the opportunity, of course, to, to touch all over her amazing ass and her hips. And we laid there for probably 10 minutes just, just talking and kind of coming down. I got up, removed the condom, got her a bottle of water. I got a towel for her 
it was we had worked up a sweat which was fucking sexy because <laughs> even at that moment she was just smelled amazing and just had this glisten i mean just so fucking sexy it was it was an amazing experience yeah women that have that skill like to be able to sweat and not look like a hot mess i'm really envious of that <laughs> listen her, i mean my hands were in her hair her hair was everywhere and at no point was she concerned about that like she wasn't worried about how fucked up her hair was going to be no. or if her makeup was going to be running it was just full on sexy hot sex she did not care at all that's fucking and awesome yeah that yeah i celebrate it i absolutely celebrate it well it was very obvious that she wanted you bad i mean i say that in the nicest way possible but well, it was very clear that she was very excited for this as were you and so i think when you get those two energies together it's just it's going to be explosive and you really can't care about anything except that like carnal need to fuck well it's interesting you say that because at dinner i wasn't getting that are you kidding me no she was flirting with you. Well, we were sitting next to each other and we were friendly chatting and looking into each other's eyes. But again, because there was no really overt sexual conversation going on at the table, you know, you never really know. Now, of course, this was all built up over all this time and all the texting and the pictures. So I was fairly confident things were going well. But again, you never know 100%. And you also... I did know 100%. So maybe you need to hone in on that skill of being Absolutely. able to tell. <laughs> well, and also, you I, you never really know if the actual play certainly is going to live up to the buildup. And it, it, it superseded my expectations. I had no idea it was going to be that hot. I knew it was going to be hot because we had a connection. But yeah, she was, she was next level hot. She's a sex kitten. So, of course, now we have to get dressed. And I got to drive her back 30 minutes to you. <laughs> so I'm not only thinking about what just happened between she and I and how I'm going to tell you about how fucking amazing this was. And, you know, how she's staring at me while she's sucking my cock and licking my balls. And actually, at one point, she put that little bullet vibrator on my balls, I think, which was super fucking sexy. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's how I knew she had it. I knew she had it with her. I didn't remember where she put it, if it was on the nightstand or if it was actually in the bed. And as it turns out, it was in the bed with us. So again, just uber confident. Is that the first time you've ever had a vibrator on your balls? No. Oh. No. no. But that was uber confident of her. We never discussed any of that. No. Which I like because we didn't have to have the awkward conversations about... Well, and we had them digitally. We had some digitally, I should say, but nothing really specific about, yes, I want you to put a vibrator on my balls. Yeah. So, you know, be, just being able to kind of flow in that moment was really very nice. That It really speaks to the connection that we had is just as people, which I enjoy. So now, of course, we've got to take this ride back. I am super worked up, obviously, because I'm I'm fairly confident that something good is happening with you and Mike. I know what just happened with me and Janae, and I can't wait to tell you about it. So what is the car, car ride back to the hotel like? This conversation a little bit different than the first and the ride to the hotel. Talking about how amazing that experience was, absolutely worth the wait, cannot wait to see you again. And we were actually talking about all of us potentially coming up with a plan to see us to see them again so we're obviously still working on that uh they have some travel plans and, and they had some business stuff that they were doing but i think closer to the summertime we'll have the opportunity to to meet up with them somewhere again and they're following us as to you know what we're doing obviously so that was the conversation and i think at some point i even said to her well i hope that brenna and mike had just as good a time as we did and she laughed she goes oh i'm sure they had a great time <laughs> so she clearly had a much better idea of what your situation was going to be like than I did. <laughs> so we get back to the hotel. I, I pull up under the uh, right at, at the front door there, and it's only a couple of minutes. And we see, I think Mike had texted Janae and said, hey, we're on our way down. So we pull up to the hotel, and it's only a couple of minutes because I believe Mike texts Janae to say, hey, we're, we're coming down the elevator. Or she texted him and said, we're pulling up, and he said, we're on our way down the elevator. So we were in the car for just a minute. We shared a kiss. I got out, she got out because you guys are now coming out of the lobby. We can see you coming through the, the revolving doors and we greet each other. Uh, he shakes my hand and hugs me and you guys, I believe you and Janae hugged. Yep. And then I kissed you on the cheek. We had some conversation with them about, hey, let's figure out how we're going to see each other again type of thing. And uh, we got in the car, and you and I had an arduously long fucking drive back to the hotel. Oh, my God. I want to jump your fucking bones. Because so, I could tell by the look on her face. That's the thing. When she and I hugged, and I think we said thank you to each other, which is funny. Like, thanks for letting me fuck your husband. I don't know. It's always funny when that happens. I absolutely thanked Michael. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't say, hey, thank you so much for letting me borrow your wife for the couple of hours that we spent together because it was fucking amazing. But it's always kind of a an understood thing. An right? unspoken gratitude 
attitude of yeah. what you're actually saying thank you for. <laughs> yeah, like thank you so much for pleasuring my partner is yeah. really what I'm thinking. You yeah. know, to, when I'm shaking his hand and you know we're just having that moment, you know, talking to each other. I mean, you appreciate it, right? Because I don't know what's happened to this point, but even if nothing happened, what he did do was spend time with you while I spent time with his wife. Sure. And there's something to be said for that. So I was appreciative of it regardless. But I obviously enjoyed his... He's just a gentleman and he's just a super nice guy. So you and I now have to drive back 30 minutes to our fucking hotel. Yep. And I'm like, I am just dying to get you naked. <laughs> because I know what just happened. And I could tell, like I said, your face, your hair, the makeup. I'm like, oh, something went down. I got to so hear this. We're in the car and we are talking very little. We are sharing a few details. You asked, you know, how did things go? And I told you, oh, I sucked his cock and this happened and that happened. You're telling me bits and pieces. But then it just goes silent. We're just silent in the car because we just wanted each other so fucking bad in that moment. I could tell even just the way you were touching my arm and touching my leg in the car was like, oh, he wants to fuck right now. <laughs> yeah, I totally did. So we get back to our room. We're not, again, not even in the room two minutes. I'm already naked. Like I left my clothes like in the living area of the suite and we're in the bedroom and we're we're having at it and talking about what had just happened. Yes. And I, I didn't know exactly the entire situation with you and Mike. I thought you were teasing me to begin with. I didn't. I thought you were just giving me little bits and pieces. I was not aware of exactly what happened. So you were telling me this whole story. I'm just getting more and more worked up. Yeah. And then, of course, I'm telling you what had happened, and you can still smell her in the bed, which yes. is fucking sexy as hell to me, when you can still smell the person who was there prior, just prior, in the bed with you. Yeah, it's very then, erotic. Yeah, and then you and I are having that, that connection. It's fucking intense, man, because it's like, I can still smell her presence, so it's almost like she's still there. Yeah. And you're there. It's just so fucking hot. It was very hot. Yeah. And our sex that night was fucking intense, to say the least. Yeah. Once again, it was one of those one o'clock, one thirty, two o'clock in the morning type things. We didn't realize what time it was. And we had to be up fucking early. So we were just having at it and having an amazing time. And the whole night was just really a, just a spectacular experience from start to finish. Because it could have gone... Listen... It could have gone anyway, right? We're in a different city. These folks drove a couple of hours to meet us. They could have found us less than engaging. They, they could have said, oh, he was much more engaging the first time. This wasn't exactly what we were expecting. Who the hell knows? Anything could have happened. But as it turned out, it was a four-way connection, which is the rarest of all connections. Well, okay. I, I'm not saying it wasn't a four-way connection, but I think it was very obvious that it was kind of two separate connections. You know, when I think of four-way connection, I think of, like, four people all vibing with the idea of all being naked in the same room at some point. I think this was very distinctly two separate connections going on, and I liked that. I liked that all four of us were comfortable enough in our own relationships for that to be the case and for it not to be weird at any point. Well, yeah, and that's the, I should say, that really is the connection you and I strive for. Yes. We obviously all want to get along with, with all parties involved, but the idea that you and I could have two very separate engagements with people and two very different connections with people that are coupled, much like we are. We could easily do that because obviously we that's what we do, that's how we play. This was the perfect scenario with a couple who aligned with us just so well. Perfectly. Yeah, it was great. I'm so glad that we were able to spend that time with them. Just the experience in general, I so appreciated meeting another couple very similar to us. Sometimes we feel like we're the only people <laughs> who play like we do or who want the things that we do out of the lifestyle. And this was a really good reminder that like, no, those people do exist, but you have to find people you're compatible with. And for us, it is a little bit more difficult. It just takes a little more work. But when you find it, like we did in this situation, holy fuck can it lead to some fun yeah and that's really i think what one of the things i learned from this particular experience and how you and i are kind of moving forward and we've talked about this on sex on your terms and on our other shows about what we're going to have to do now to change how we meet people and how we engage with people and, and all those things because we were lazy lifestylers back home we had it easy we had eight nine playmates among us that we had our own core we didn't have to go outside that circle and now we do, and now we've got to kind of put our thinking caps back on about how we're going to find what it is that works best for us, given the circumstances that we find ourselves in. And this was one of those perfect examples of, yeah, those folks are out there. Yeah. We, we just need to do a better job of 
looking for them and meeting them and then really pulling the trigger. That's what you and I have got to get better at doing is just taking that step and making making these situations happen. Yeah. That, that's something we have to work on because we haven't had to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. So, awesome experience. Oh, Janae and Mike, thank you so much. Cannot wait to see you both again. Ditto. I completely agree. So, hey guys, if you enjoyed that, you might enjoy our 80 plus bonus episodes of Front Porch Swingers, which come out weekly on our Patreon community. It is one of the bonuses we offer as a thank you for sponsoring the show and supporting our content creation. Our newest Patreon members this week are Stephanie, Jonathan, Skip, and Scott. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. We hope that you enjoy the exclusive content we provide there. We also have lots of other bonuses to choose from, so you can see all that we have available at patreon.com slash front porch swingers. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N com slash front porch swingers if you're looking for something a little naughtier a little more nude let's say then our only fans might be a great option for you we have so much fun content that we put up there we actually just did a hotel shoot i did anyway in some very pretty blue lingerie it was very fun and oh i got some new panties that are on there as well i've been doing lots of lingerie shoots lately so we hope that you'll join us over there at onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers. You can also find us on the socials. We're on Twitter at FP swingers and Instagram at FP swingers too. And of course our YouTube channel. If you guys are curious what we're up to on the road, we're doing vlogs there, keeping you up to date on what's happening with bus life, what it's like living on the fucking road. And you can find that at front porch swingers. That's our channel on YouTube. And the link will be in the show notes for you guys. And as mentioned earlier in the episode, you can now find us on the Stereo app. Stereo is such a fun way for listeners to correspond with us real time during live shows. And we do a show weekly on Stereo with a different topic every single week. So we'd love for you to come to our live show, weigh in on the whatever topic we're discussing. And if you go to Stereo.com slash FP Swingers, you can subscribe to our Stereo channel so you get alerted every single time we go live. This week we will be going live on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time and we're going to have a really fun topic ready and raring to go for you guys. So we really hope that you'll come join us there. It's going to be a great time and I think that's what we have for you guys this week. Uh, Hopefully we'll have something saucy to tell you next week too and uh, I think Anything else from you, Brian? No, that is it. I am just super excited to be able to share this story because I've been waiting patiently to do so. I really enjoyed it and cannot wait to tell you the next one. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Thanks, everybody. Are you looking for your next non-monogamous adventure or to learn more about the non-monogamous lifestyle? Head on over to altplayground.net today. Our recommendation for the best place to meet like-minded people. With their many modern features like the podcast corner, video corner, and communities from your favorite lifestyle groups, it's the perfect way to immerse yourself in all things lifestyle. Plus, of course, there are thousands, hundreds of thousands of lifestylers across the country and Canada for you to connect with. So head on over to altplayground.net today. Check it out for yourself, and we hope you love it as much as we do.